Welcome to the Real Estate Trainer Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Eisenhower. I'm the CEO and founder of ICC, or Eisenhower Coaching and Consulting. ICC is one of the largest real estate coaching companies in the world with thousands of clients and a large team of the most accomplished coaches in the industry who coach many of the highest producing real estate agents, teams, and broker owners in North America. You can find more content on my website, the world's leading production training website for real estate agents at therealestatetrainer.com. That's therealestatetrainer.com. Now on this podcast, I'll share tips, success stories, and training for agents and brokers looking to increase their business income while maintaining a balanced life. So whether you are a new licensee, a solo agent, a real estate team leader, or maybe a team member, a broker owner, or a manager, you are guaranteed to learn something new on each and every podcast episode. I do want to talk about lead sources because that matters how we convert in a big, big way. So I want to start there. There are different lead sources out there for online leads. And remember, online leads are online leads, okay? They're not your sphere of influence. That, and Roe will tell you, and everyone on Conversion Monster will tell you, that should be your focus as a real estate agent, is building your sphere of influence. First and foremost, you need to grow a book of business of the people you know, okay? So if you're trying to make a living off online leads, alone, you're going to get real frustrated in the process because the conversion rate is much lower. Um, and you need to be aware and set proper expectations. Even if conversion monster knocks it out of the park, it's not going to be the conversion rate you want and expect from your SOI. So that has to happen. There's basically, I would, I would lump three general, very general categories of online lead sources. Okay. Maybe four. Okay, we'll say we'll say Facebook online leads. We'll put that out there first. Online leads on Facebook. Um, it's probably your lowest conversion rate, um, which means you need, to, and that's why the leads are the cheapest. So you need to buy more of them. Okay, and the reason that those leads are the cheapest is because they are just leads that are put out on or ads that are just put out on Facebook, and someone's on Facebook trying to check out what their ex-girlfriend looks like these days. They have no intention of buying a house. They're just surfing Facebook and they see an ad. Hey, do you want to look at some houses? And they see your pay-per-click ad and they click on it. It's going to be a real low conversion rate because that person may or may not even be in the market. Okay. Next up, your second lowest conversion rate is going to be Google pay-per-click or you know, Google AdWords. So some sort of ad on Google. Okay. At least people then are typing into the search bar, hey, I want to find a house for sale in Louisville, Kentucky or whatever, right? Now you've actually got someone that is a little bit higher conversion rate than the Facebook timeline, right? A little bit, okay? But understand when someone types that in, they're just barely starting their search. They haven't talked to an agent yet typically. I mean, you know, they haven't found out Zillow. They haven't looked at any of that. So they're just starting to look. So they're very early in the process. And I think that so many people do that. Almost everyone starts right there. It's over 80% of people start right there. That's the reason we have Conversion Monster. That's the reason that my 20 to 30 coaches refer so many of our clients to Conversion Monsters because it generates so many leads, it's hard to manage them all. Make sense? So because of that, those are the ones that typically are always going to require six months plus of, of, of uh, nurturing, 
until they're ready to meet with an agent. Then the next quality of leads, the next step up. And, and by the way, those first two leads typically come to you via email. Like you get an email saying, hey, you got a lead because we call those force registration style leads because somewhere either on Facebook or on Google, they went to search for homes and then a little box pops up in the middle of the screen that says, hey, I need your email address if you want to look for homes on my site. And it's shocking how many people do that. And they type in their name and their number and an email comes to you or Conversion Monster or whomever. And it says, hey, you got a lead. And then you got to call it and follow up with it. So now here you are prospecting, doing outbound prospecting, basically, on an inbound lead. And they're a little surprised when they get a call from Conversion Monster or you because they didn't really know they were getting a phone call. They were forced to register to be able to search for homes, which is why we call forced registration. Everybody with me there? Now, Google and Facebook works that way. Now we're going to take over into the next two quality. I'm going to call them premium portal leads, which would maybe be Zillow or realtor.com. Okay. Those cost a little bit more money, but they're a higher quality lead. Why are they higher quality? It's because we don't force them to register. They, people like download the Zillow app on their phone or repeatedly go back to Zillow's website on their desktop and they search around on Zillow freely, sometimes for months until they see a house that they're interested in. And then they could either, they may want to go see it or they may have a question about it. So they click on a little button that says, I want to talk to an agent. Then Zillow, at least through their Zillow Flex program, if that's operating in your area, voice connects them to you. So a telephone call comes to you or your agents that they better pick up, right? And then it's like a customer service response. Yes, can I help you? This is Brian Eisenhower, you know, basically with Zillow. Like I'm, it's a much easier phone call because they expect it. In fact, they ask for it. It feels like customer service. Make sense? So it's a higher conversion rate on Zillow and Realtor.com for that. Those are your premium portals. Then there's this new one that Ro and I, I think, would probably call ourselves pioneers on, which has been Google. Google local service ads. Another voice connect. Um, so if you haven't seen that, type in Google local service ads. I'm not going to spend too much time teaching you all about that, but it's a lead source and it's a new one and it's a great one for listings. Um, but you will have to sign up for it and you will have to go through some criminal background checks and, and an exhausting process. But that does give you leads that once again, you would better answer because like Zillow, if you don't answer those leads, you're going to get fired by Google and Zillow, which is why so many of our clients at ICC use Conversion Monster. My wife, is you know the number one agent in central california and she i mean she relies on conversion monster to answer all of her inbound leads because if someone doesn't answer those phone calls google's gonna stop giving her business and she doesn't trust her own people as much as she trusts conversion monster so conversion monster is always going to answer so that we maintain a good score we keep our 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 uh, street credibility up with Google and I and uh, and Zillow makes sense so Google I like a little bit more and I call it even more premium why well I think their lead conversion rates better and it's a lot more listings and I just freaking love listings and who doesn't love listings you know I just flipping awesome 
So that's why. And those are both members, Zillow, Realtor.com, those premium portals and Google uh, LSA leads. Those, those are voice connects. So you got to answer. Makes sense. And even on Google, yeah, thank you. Ryan uh, said he's keeping an eye on the chat. So click on the chat button at the bottom. Thank you, Ryan. Um, and if, if you have questions and stuff you want to throw out there, um, I'll either get to them in my 30 minutes or Roe is going to come on and, 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 and cover the second half of this and get to them there too. Um, but when this, I mean, Google LSA just came out, you know, a year ago, really, uh, about a year ago. And that's all Roe and I probably talked about for six months. I mean, it was like trying to figure out our way around it and, and, and what's the best practice. And here's what we learned is... You know, it goes off your Google My Business profile. And if you want to get, you know, what you show your hours of operation, most agents like to show that they're open 24 hours. Well, that means Google's going to send you LSA leads 24 hours. So if you get one at two in the morning, you better freaking answer it or you're not going to get any more from Google. Your other alternative is say you close every day at five o'clock or whatever time's good for you. But then you're not going to get any of the leads that happen at six, seven, and eight. And a lot of them happened at that time. Or you can have someone else answer it for you, which is what my wife did because I like to see my wife read it. Make sense? So that's the idea. So all of a sudden it created this new, new need. No wonder conversion market monsters growing so much. Thanks, Google. You know, thanks for that. The, you know. And those kind of, the connectivity rates are really important with both uh, with Zillow and uh, Google LSA ads because if you're not answering your phone, and I think Zillow even has like a customer service score, meaning like you know how did you respond and, and you it's know based and on the connectivity, connectivity rate primarily kind of yeah. connectivity rates, yeah. And and the same thing with Google. I mean, we noticed it if you know if we you know personally before I even connected with Conversion Monster for my own business missing a couple of those Google LSA calls, what happens? And you just drop down in, in yeah. those rankings. There's a lot of competition. And so can you touch on the reviews portion of that too? I mean, I think everybody gets that, Brian, but just how important it is also with the Google LSA part of it. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the key there, just like anything, I think, I mean, if you go onto Amazon and you're going to buy a you know hand sanitizer, you're going to buy the one that the 10,000 10, other people bought. You know what I mean? That, and everybody's going to buy that one. Like there could be seven different listings of hand sanitizer, but the one that 10,000 people have given five-star reviews to, that's the one you always go to because it's the safest bet, right? And the same thing has always been true with online reviews in real estate. It's very true with Google local service ads. Like our clients that have the most reviews on Google that are running Google local service ads get all the business. So like you, you really can't be, I mean, you could be maybe number one, two or three and you'll get some, but if you're number one, you're going to get 80% of it. So you have to keep focusing on getting more reviews. You have to do whatever you, that's one of the things that our coaches are really pushing our clients on. It's the new currency uh, of the next millennia. It's online reviews. Like that's how you're going to dictate the amount of leads you get online. If you're number one, Google LSAs are awesome. If you're number three, you may not like them. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's the rich get richer. It's so important to keep driving those reviews up to increase the amount of Google LSA leads you get. It's very, very, and that's true on Zillow too, really. I mean, that's always been the case on Zillow, but Google LSA is extremely important. Extremely. And I think it, the point that you touched on just briefly that maybe not everybody heard as, as well, but it's like being number one or two. I mean, those are a lot of come list me leads. 
with Google Ellis. I think that's the big difference, right? A lot of these other, yeah. Zillow can be a little bit of both, but I think a lot of the other, you know, the portal leads, 90% of it is is buyers, right? It's it's a little bit of the opposite with the Google LSA. We get so like a larger percentage of those Google LSAs are sellers. And they're not only sellers, there are a lot of come list me type sellers. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Hey, let me, I'm going to share my screen with you. I, I want to show you something. Um, I think you'll think is, is, is pretty cool here. Okay. So if you take a look here, you're going to see, this is my online lead source funnel. And you can kind of see, this is the four different types of leads. I just talked about Facebook, 1% to 2% conversion rate, Google PPC force registration. If you're doing really well, three to 5%. I mean, that's doing real well. Um, again, Facebook's a little further out. Google about six months out. Premium portal. This is realtor.com and Zillow, maybe three months out. And then we go to Google local service ads. And I'll share this with you guys. I'll put it in the chat room here in a minute so you can just have it. Here's your, your, you know, your, your costs. And um, these are on the low side. They're on the conservative side here, but you can see how the costs go up per lead, except, except for Google local service ads. Um, and I put Zillow since most of the country is now switching over to referral based fees with Zillow through their flex program. If they have it in your area, they're going to at some point where, you know, you don't pay them per month for leads with Zillow. You, you get, you pay a, a referral fee to Zillow when you close. And that becomes very attractive to a lot of people. And boy, it's been a, it's been a really good program for our clients. Uh, it's been a really good program for our clients. That's, that's for darn sure. And you can see it isn't until we get over here. I, I'm telling you, this is conservative, but we, I show 50% buyer, 50% seller leads from Google. Um, I really think that that's conservative. I think it's probably 60 or 70% seller leads. Um, I just leave it up there to make sure I'm accurate because it sounds too good to be true otherwise. But that's kind of the idea, but breaking down the four types of online lead sources. Okay. So, so there's the idea. So that, that, so understand depending on the type of lead that comes through, what I want to make sure I switch, switch gears and talk about is the importance of when conversion monster has been nurturing a lead, or if you yourself have been nurturing a lead for a while, okay, there will come a point in time where you are trying to move them into an in-person appointment. Okay. And that's the key. And there's two schools of thought here. My favorite school of thought is try to set a buyer consultation appointment. Don't just hurry up and go show them the house. Zillow will tell you, I want you to just go show the house because Zillow doesn't really care about you. <laughs> they just want their closing. You keep going and just showing houses all the time. You're going to exhaust yourself because a lot of those aren't going to work out. They just wanted access and you became their door opener. Okay. However, there are a lot of people that do that and they sell a lot of real estate. Their personal lives are, you know, are, are, uh, are suspect <laughs> because of how often you're, you're doing that. When I coach people, I coach to set a buyer consult and if they won't do a buyer consult and they demand you show the house first, you know, barring extenuous, extenuating search circumstances, we just let them go. But the point of the matter is we're trying to close to in-person. So it's either an in-person consultation at Starbucks or at your office or wherever you meet people, or you're going to go meet them at the house. And if you do go meet them at the house, your goal when you're showing them that house is to set up by our consultation appointment somewhere else. So you can sit down and plan out their whole attack. So it's not just a one and done house. 
If you can sit down face-to-face in person or even on Zoom and plan out a strategy, set them up on a listing alert email search, you know, plan out and try to do a needs analysis and find out what they're looking for in your buyer consultation, you can establish a long-term relationship and they won't come off the hook and you'll call them a good lead. You will deem them a good lead. If you don't do that, you're going to deem them a bad lead. The lead hasn't changed. You've changed. Understand that, okay? So that's the important thing to remember here. Now, here's the second thing. When a lead comes out of Conversion Monster, okay, you need to have the proper systems in place to make contact with it, okay? When a lead comes to you, let's say you don't use Conversion Monster, and a lead comes to you just off the internet, you need to have the proper systems to get in touch with it. If it's forced registration, they're not even expecting a phone call from you. If it's Zillow, they may or may not be. If it's coming from Conversion Monster, that's someone they don't even know at Conversion Monster that has tried to build rapport and has done a decent enough job. I mean, they're not cousins or best friends or anything, but they've at least gained enough trust to move them forward to meet with you. They certainly don't know who you are. So this isn't like an SOI lead. This is someone you don't know whether you're with Conversion Monster or not. You are going to have to try repeatedly to get a hold of them, okay? And what we do, I'm going to share this with you too, is we call what we call, you've probably heard of that, we call it a 10-week assault plan, a two-week, excuse me, assault plan. And you're going to set this up in your CRM, and it's what you do to try to make first contact. And you can stop it once you make contact, Okay. And it's, some people have called it uh, 10 days of pain. This is two weeks, which is, you know, two, 10 business days. Okay. And basically what you're doing, here's day one, day two, day three, and you can customize this. This is just an idea of how you could do it. But, you know, on day one, you send them an intro email, you know, maybe make an intro phone call, send them a text if you still can't get a hold of them, then a follow-up email, we might try to find for, find them on Facebook and send them a direct message. Maybe on day two, we email them a list of properties. We're doing this until we get a hold of them. We're not going to stop here. Send a day two follow-up text. Send a video email, maybe. Day three, an open-to-show email. Another intro phone call or a follow-up voice message. Maybe a free CMA relocation package email or listing present or buyer consultation packet. Hey, Brian, can I say something right there? I think that that's really an important point um, just from a follow-up standpoint because for the people that are on this call that either use Conversion Monster or don't use Conversion Monster, I think for a lot of us, um, you know, my team is in, my real estate team is in Chicago and we use, we happen to use Boomtown there and we do a lot with, with online leads. At least 75% of our closings are from out of the city, meaning that they're from the suburbs or they're from out of state, right? Because everybody in Chicago is definitely one degree of separation from a a real estate agent, right? So who needs us? The people that are relocating to the city. And those are who we have a tremendous amount of success with, close them, then they become part of our SOI. So I think that that, the advice about like a relocation package, right? Something along those lines is, is, is invaluable. That's really good advice. Yeah, just local information. You know, local information because you don't don't be assuming they're going to have it. That's for darn sure, right? And then the days kind of carry on with more of the same follow up emails, follow up texts, follow up video emails. 
things like that. And I'll let you read through this. I'm going to give it to you guys in the chat room as well, too. And then it goes through. And then I also, here's all the phone call scripts that we listed up here, right? So I, every one of the, I have a script for every one of those phone calls. Every one of those texts I told you to send. Here are the different scripts for each of the texts. The emails, here's the templates for all the emails you're going to send. The video emails, these are some ideas for some video emails you could send to them that I that I list above. Even what you're going to send to them in your direct messages on Facebook, okay? So we're going to give you all that just for being on this today. Um, and that's the idea. So guys, here's the deal. With all online leads, when a lead first comes to you, if all you are doing is cherry picking and calling that lead once, you're crazy, okay? You're only going to get about 20% of the available business that online leads give you. 75% plus of the closings are going to come in the follow-up. So you've got to keep working your leads or it's going to get way too expensive if you're just cherry picking the first call each time. So you need to have systems set up. All of this two-week assault plan can be set up as an action plan in any CRM. Most CRMs come with one that's already set up. That's plenty good. You can customize it, tweak it. If they don't, you can set up your own action plan and use my a two-week assault plan as a, you know, as a guide to set up your own action plan with phone call reminders. That way, every day you're logging into your CRM and it's telling you which phone calls you got to make, which texts you're going to make, because different people are going to fall into the plan on different days. New people are going to come in every single day. So because of it, you're going to have to be managing a lot of leads coming your way at different stages in the plan. So this is our first step is to manage those inbound leads. So this first action plan, this two-week assault plan that I just put in the chat room is designed for you guys to make initial contact, okay? Once you make initial contact, then we're going to move them into other action plans. And guess what? That is what I'm going to tell you about on next week's webinar. So we're going to do this again at the same time next Tuesday, and we're going to talk about how to move once we make contact what do we say? What type? Because you're going to have to nurture these too. The, they, that house already may be sold and they don't want to see it anymore. And now you've got this lead that you're trying to build rapport with. Again, it's very important that you keep staying with these people moving forward because everything, all the money's in the follow-up, at least 75% of it's in that follow-up. So it's very important you have systems in place because I showed you those low conversion rates. Because the conversion rates are so low, you're going to have to be able to handle a high percentage of leads. The only way that you're going to do that is by setting up a system yourself. Conversion Monster is going to help speed a lot of that along. Uh, for those of you that, that have them, you know that because they nurture a lot of those for you. But that doesn't mean you're not going to have to continue to nurture them yourself once they come to you. We're trying to get them to you once they once they are in an opportunity to be met with. That doesn't mean that opportunity stays there. I mean, that you know what I mean? That, that comes and goes with the whim of the buyer. So you better be able to keep nurturing it yourself because the whole key is to establish the relationship with you, not Conversion Monster. That's the idea. Ro, thank you, sir. Brian, thank you. I know you have a have a hard stop because you are a dedicated coach and you got to yeah. go on to your, on, to your, on to your next call. Um, the one thing that we wanted, we didn't get a chance to get to today that I'll have you talk about, Ryan had brought it up, is that a system of accountability. Yep. So after the lead has been handed off from Conversion Monster, or if you're doing it yourself as a team leader, as a solo agent, right? That system of accountability is something that um, Ryan has been discussing with a lot of our clients and, and saying, you know, how do we make sure our agents are staying accountable or how am I keeping myself accountable to make sure I am doing staying 
that what is that process? What is that system of follow up and nurturing after the lead either gets handed off by conversion monster or I as an agent have deemed that lead to be hot? Thank you for listening to this episode of the Real Estate Trainer Podcast, sponsored by Eisenhower Coaching and Consulting. For more information about real estate coaching or to watch my training videos, check out therealestatetrainer.com or join our Facebook called the Real Estate Agent Roundtable. Thanks again.